Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Hello and welcome back, Awesomes. You are listening to the show that is all about helping you be smart, strong, and social. We are in your earbuds every single week with all the awesome that you need to know. And you know, you can always find us over on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show. This is episode 153 of Sorta Awesome, and it is hard to believe that we are halfway through the year of the awesome. This year, 2018, is the year that we have devoted to learning how to really live into being an awesome. More than just saying that we're the awesomes, we are focusing on really becoming awesome people for the world around us as we focus on becoming smarter, stronger, and more social every week. I'm so happy to tell you that I have finally gotten my own act in gear I resurrected the Sorta Awesome newsletter. Every week you can look for it to fill you in on our latest episode and other show information, along with reading links that will inspire you to be smart and strong and social. And because you know I love GIFs, I include a GIF party in every edition too, which now that I'm saying that out loud, sounds like a peanut butter party and that's kind of giving me pause. (laughs) Anyway, to make sure that you are signed up for the newsletter, it's super easy. All you need to do is go over to sortaawesomeshow.com slash newsletter and easy peasy, we will get you all signed up. That's sortaawesomeshow.com slash newsletter. Well, all right, awesomes, this episode is one that I have been thinking about putting together for you guys for a long time now, actually. And the Sort of Awesome team has been encouraging me to do this as well. And here we are this midsummer week. It just feels like the right time to do it. Today, we are going to take a look back at some of the highlights of Sorta Awesome's past. We're going to kind of revisit some of our origin stories, some of the origins of some of our private jokes in our community. I also have some blooper reels that you all have never heard. I have footage that never got aired, didn't make it into past episodes. It's going to be so much fun just to look back on some of the fun that we've had over the past three years of creating Sort of Awesome for you guys. So we're going to get to all of that in just a few minutes. But first, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our Awesomes of the Week. It's the moment of the show when we share with you all 
about the books, the TV shows, the music, the movies, whatever it is that's making our lives just a little bit more awesome this week. In just a few minutes, I'm going to bring back one of our most popular Awesome of the Week segments ever. It was part of an episode that came out back in 2015, and people are still talking about it. If you've been here a while, I bet you can guess what I'm talking about, and we're going to get to that in just a minute. But first, my Awesome of the Week this week is something that I actually already filled in our Superstar Awesomes, our Listener Supporter Awesomes, back at the beginning of the summer when I gave them five beauty hacks for summer 2018. I have been using this product for, mm, I guess, about six weeks now, and I am in love with it. It is Paula's Choice Resist Super Light Daily Wrinkle Defense SPF 30. It's a tinted matte moisturizer that comes with a daily SPF. Like I said, I have been wearing this daily SPF that's also a a tinted, very, very lightly tinted moisturizer for a little bit over a month, and it is truly changing my skin. My skin, again, I'm 41. So just so you know, I'm caring for some maturing skin here. But my skin looks clearer and smoother than it has in a long time. It has a brightness to it because I have been wearing this Paula's Choice um, Super Light Daily Wrinkle Defense. People are noticing it. Rebecca even noticed a few weeks ago when we were recording together over Skype. She said that my skin was looking really good. And I said, I'm not even wearing makeup. I'm just wearing my Paula's Choice stuff. I am loving it so much. Have a daily SPF protection on your face is so, so, so important. But as many of you know who have tried various formulations of daily SPF, sometimes it can be a little greasy, it can get a little oily, it can sting your eyes. Am I the only person that has this problem? I feel like so many of the products that I've used that have a daily SPF actually sting my eyes if they get anywhere close to my eyes. Um, And then sometimes they just make your makeup wear weird. I don't know. I love this Paula's Choice Daily SPF because I can put it on the morning in the morning after I wash my skin. It does have a little bit of a beige tint to it. I personally have sort of medium fairish, fairish skin. Of course, here in the summer, it's a little bit more tan than usual. But even before I was really spending much time in the sun, I feel like it really blended in perfectly with my skin tone. Um, I will say it is not what I would call like a tinted moisturizer. It's I've tried some tinted moisturizers in the past. It's not that much coverage. It's going to feel more like just a regular moisturizer has a teeny tiny bit of tint to it. If you're looking for something with more coverage, this is probably not what you're looking for. Now it does go on pretty moisturizing, lotiony, but it dries down to a wonderful matte in just a few minutes. So what I will do is I will um, get up and either if I'm going to take a shower or bath in the morning, I do that. Um, I will wash my face and then I go ahead and put on both the Paula's Choice Resist Daily Wrinkle Defense and then I will put a little bit of vitamin C cream under my eyes. I let all of that dry as I'm brushing out my hair and doing deodorant and all of those other things. And so by the time I'm ready to put on my makeup, the Paula's Choice has already dried down to this lovely matte. Now, some days like today, when I took the twins to the zoo, I will just put a little bit of translucent powder over the Paula's Choice and just be done with it. Go out for the day. But other days, if I want to put on regular makeup, I'll go ahead and layer it on top of the Paula's Choice. The oiliness that I have experienced with other daily SPS, it does not happen with this Paula's Choice. It's amazing. 
it really does stay matte. And even when I just wear it by itself, it stays matte for most of the day. And it is very hot and sweaty here in Oklahoma this July, you guys. But this is working really well. And it makes me feel so great to know that when I go out and about in the sun, that my skin is nice and protected. I am telling you that it has done amazing things for my complexion. So again, the name is kind of a mouthful. Paula's Choice Resist is from the Resist line of Paula's Choice products. It is the Super Light Daily Wrinkle Defense in SPF 30, the tinted matte moisturizer. I will definitely put links in the show notes for this awesome of the week for me. So my awesome friends, if you have ever visited our website at sortofawesomeshow.com, and if you've ever looked at the picture on our main menu on our homepage, the picture that takes you to the show notes section, you have seen that the picture that represents the show notes is a lady who is shaving her face. If you've ever found that to be a little bit puzzling, then you probably have not listened to Sort of Awesome episode 26, The Truth About Anxiety. This was one that I recorded with my longtime friend and co-host, Laura Tremaine. We both feel like it's one of the most important episodes of Sort of Awesome that we've ever created, but... Lo and behold, and we did not plan it this way. We did not know it at the time. The Awesome of the Week segment from that episode, episode 26, has become, over time, one of our most talked about and referenced Awesome of the Week segments ever. And here's why. This is Laura telling us way back in 2015 about her experiments with her face and a razor and what happened next. My awesome of the week is that I shave my face. Wait. (laughs) What? I have been shaving my face. And it is awesome. I I don't even know what to say right now. You're going to have to... No, you're going to have to fill me in on the awesome part of this. (laughs) Okay. This is actually a follow-up to something that I posted on my blog a couple of months ago and then wrote about in my secret posts, which are my newsletter that I do monthly Mm -hmm. to blog readers. I read this thing and I linked out to it and then it generated all this discussion. Apparently a lot of people shave their face. A lot of people who are women shave their faces? Women, obviously women. Okay, because I am not the only person who struggles with... (laughs) I guess it's called peach fuzz on their face, like hair. I have fine hair all over my face. Now, I haven't always. This is new in the last, I don't know, two years. I think my hormones really changed after uh, I had a baby yes. and, you know, changed up my birth control and, and all kinds of things. My hormones went through, went all kinds of wackadoo. And one of the things that came out of that, as I as I have evened out, I think, but one of the side effects is that I have this peach fuzz all over my face. Now, it's blonde. My hair's really light, but it's noticeable. Okay. Really? I know. Now, I've always waxed my um, lip and my brows. No, I didn't even know that. Really? I did not. I did not. No. You don't wax your lip? I do not. Have you seen my eyebrows also? They are very <laughs> au naturel. I don't even I don't even touch them with tweezers. So, no, but I had no idea that that you were doing that. But so, okay, so shaving well, seemed like 
It's not a natural jump, I'll give you. <laughs> but I had noticed it. Like, and I have been, I've been waxing my lip, my upper lip for, for years. Um, just because when I had makeup on, you could sort of see those baby hairs. Or when I put lipstick on, you could sort of see those baby hairs. And the woman who waxed my eyebrows and has for years offered it one time you know, do you want me to wax your lip? And I was like, I guess I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Because when someone asks you, the sort of implied answer is, I need somebody to wax my upper lip for me. Right. But now when I started having sort of the hormone issues, or maybe it's an age thing, I'm not even sure. But when I started noticing that that the baby hairs were not just above my lip, in fact, (laughs) but were all over my face like a bear. (laughs) So... So I didn't research it or Google it or anything, although I had a friend who had told me that she'd waxed her whole face um, instead of just her lip. And I was like, oh, that just seems so abrasive to me to wax sure. her whole face. Yeah. Yikes. So I came across this article um, on, they call it in the beauty industry, dermaplaning. Oh, wow. That is sounds a lot better than female shaving. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that sound more sophisticated? Yes. But what it basically is is shaving your face. But before that, so then I started Googling and, and whatever when I found that, found that first article, posted it, a ton of discussion came up on my Facebook page. And I realized that a expensive way to do it was to use like basically like nair, you know, nair hair removal that's mm-hmm. supposed to be for your legs or bikini line or something. Yes. Um, Oil of Olay makes the same type of product specifically for your face. Oh, I had no idea. So I decided to try that first because that just seemed less abrasive than waxing and less crazy than shaving. So I got this oil of Olay stuff, which is called Facial Hair Removal Duo, and it's like a two-part cream. It's just like if you've ever used Nair, it's just exactly the same thing without the smell. You put like a cream on your face, and then you wait a few minutes, and then you wipe it off. Um, It worked. It definitely removed all the baby fuzz, but it was... It made my skin feel rough. Hmm. Huh. I didn't like the texture. It made yeah. my skin feel like um, I, what's I, like hard or something. I didn't, just not soft and lovely. Okay. It did not feel that way. So I tried it and I was like, well, that worked. I do think that the hair is gone, but I just, I feel, it didn't make me feel young and dewy. It made me feel rough around the Old edges. Old and scratchy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not even what you're trying to go for when you're getting rid of some peach fuzz. You don't want scratchy left. Oh, made me feel like I had applied a chemical to my face. Right. And so, so, so then I decided, all right, you know what, you guys, I'm going to take the plunge. I'm going to shave my face. So the first round, I got these, um, it's, you're not using like a razor, like a man. I oh. just want to clarify like that. Oh, I mean, you're using a, a razor, but it's um, because you know that they say that's the reason that men look yes. better as they age is because you. they have been shaving for 30 years. They've been basically deep exfoliating right. daily for, you know, their whole adult life. Yes. I, I, that's so true. It's so true. But they have these specific razors not for um, – they don't look like mint. You know, it doesn't look like Gillette. Okay. Okay. <laughs> See, you're, you're changing my whole viewpoint on – 
on the shaving issue because I re- I thought you were in there with it, like a can of Barbasol and a Gillette razor, like going to town on your face, Laura. And I was concerned. I guess you could do that. There's no reason that says you can't do that. Um, but that's that's not that doesn't feel like part of my routine. So <laughs> okay, right, right, right. So they make a, cu- a couple of different brands make razors, and I've tried two of them. The first one I tried is called Tinkle. Tinkle. Mm-hmm. All right. There we go. It's an uh, unfortunate <laughs> brand name, but that's what it's called, Tinkle. And I bought those on Amazon. I tried them. It was fine, but I was like, hey, you know, I don't really know about this. This seems a lot of maintenance. A friend recently gave me um, Shishido razors. And I will say that this same friend is Korean and has beautiful skin, Hmm. beautiful, gorgeous skin. And um, she told me that Korean women have been doing this for a long time. This is a very common thing. Anyway, she gave me these Shishido razors. And they don't look like um, razors you shave your legs with or like men razors. They're like long with like a little – they kind you know those things that you use to um, floss your teeth? Oh, that yeah. come like in a little pick kind right, of right. thing. Mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're almost like that, but envision like a lot bigger. And then they just have sort of a slight sort of straight razor on the end. So it's sort of like a Interesting. long. Thing. And you just moisturize your face really well. Like almost, you know, where you like so thickly that you can almost see the moisturizer. This uh-huh. is what I did. And then you just go sort of straight down your face. This is fascinating to me. Fascinating. And so I did my cheeks, and I I read that some people did their forehead. I didn't need it on my forehead or near my hairline. That's mm-hmm. not where I was having my issue. <laughs> my issue was on my cheeks. Anyway, I did it, and I did it above on my lip too because I was due for a wax. And but I'm now now we're shaving. So um, what I liked about it. So here's the benefits. If you're like, but why would one do this? <laughs> it does make your face look younger. Well, I believe it. I mean, like you said, I mean, that's a lot of moisturizing and a lot of exfoliating that's going on there. But I mean, instantly even, not like over a regimen because, and especially, and I don't wear makeup every day, like facial, like foundation makeup every day, but I, but I do most days, several times a week. And when I put those on, it looks so much better, like noticeably Notice it goes on smoother. It doesn't, the hairs don't glint in the light. (laughs) (laughs) When the sunlight catches them just so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you don't want to shave if you don't have hair. I don't, do I? I don't know. When you're here in a couple of weeks, you can inspect my face and tell me if you think I need to shave. You don't have, you do not, I will tell you if you need to shave. You don't have the hair problem I was having because it's noticeable. Yeah. It's, no, I, it's yeah. Not, I'm not trying to give anyone a complex like they need to go deep inspect their pores right now. If you have it, you know it. Okay. Okay. I feel a little better. I feel a little better. Okay. This has been the most enlightening awesome of the week we have had in a long time. So <laughs> thank you for that, Laura Tremaine. <laughs> Well, as you can imagine, we got so much feedback and response from you awesomes after that episode aired. In fact, just two weeks later, 
the four of us at the time got together to record our very first ever group show. That was episode 28, where we took a took you all for a peek behind the scenes of Sorta Awesome. And one of the segments on episode 28, we went back and sort of revisited some of the awesomes of the week that we had talked about. That was about six months into creating Sorta Awesome. So we were revisiting some of our awesomes of the week from the first six months of making this show. We talked about some of the awesomes of the week that we had been really enthusiastic about and that we maybe regretted later that we had shared that as being awesome. Well, Laura for sure had to revisit the phase shaving segment that had become quite infamous by that time. Here's what she had to say about it back in episode 28. I, gosh, you guys, I don't, so with Rebecca recommending a movie and worrying about it, I don't worry about that kind of stuff. On my blog, I've been recommending like books and beauty products and opinion-based things for years now. And it just doesn't bother me. If people try it and they don't like it, I mean, that's, that's on them. Not everything is for everybody. So like, I don't care. I don't necessarily care about that kind of thing. I'm free in sharing my opinion. But in sharing the face shaving thing, which I did not, <laughs> which I did not give enough forethought to <laughs> for lots of reasons. But when people started posting in the Hangout group or um, I even got private messages about that particular Awesome of the Week I realized, oh my gosh, I've given everybody a complex. <laughs> Including me. I've spent the last and two weeks feeling we all my went face. straight from that episode to like get a magnifying glass and be like, what do I have facial hair that's recognizable? Is this like something that all of my friends are not telling me? <laughs> I actually feel I I legitimately feel really bad about this because um, mine was, my, my peach fuzz was really noticeable and obvious and something that I wanted to deal with. But what a lot of people have said after that episode is that they didn't know that they had a facial hair problem, but apparently they do have a facial hair problem. And that, that makes me feel like I don't want to make people self-conscious. Like the last thing I would ever want to do is to point out something on someone's face. <laughs> and so now I just feel... I I cannot think of any other time on my blog or on this podcast or anything where I have really regretted um, talking about something. I don't regret it. That segment was funny. It was totally true. Everything I said was true. But I I do feel that I made a whole chunk of <laughs> women think that they have a facial hair problem when when most of you guys don't. You really don't. Not everybody needs to be shaving. I need to be shaving. <laughs> But we don't all need to be shaving. And so please, I'm so sorry if you suddenly discovered something that your naked eye had not (laughs) yet caught. So if you've ever wondered if we uh, ever wonder to ourselves, why did I say that on air on this show? The answer is yes, we definitely do. (laughs) And especially over time, you can imagine that all four of us who are regulars on Sorta Awesome have shared some things that were like, meh, maybe I wouldn't have shared that after all. Okay, and just as a reminder... Every single Friday over in our Sorta Awesome Hangout group, we open up the floor for you all to share with us about your awesomes of the week, whatever is making your life more awesome right now. If you haven't already joined our community on Facebook, we sure would love to have you over there. You can find us when you go to facebook.com slash groups slash Sorta Awesome Hangout. 
Hey Awesomes, I've told you many times before that I am a longtime fan of and customer of Lola. I love that Lola is a modern approach to feminine care that was created by women for women. Unlike other major brands, Lola products are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. You know, the FDA does not require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products, so most of them don't. But Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, and liners. Major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. Their feminine care products may also be treated with harsh chemical cleansing agents or fragrances or even dyes. Lola products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. It also makes your month a little bit easier with their subscription, which is fully customizable. You can choose either or a combination of organic cotton tampons, pads, or liners. You build your box of 18 tampons or 12 pads, and the tampons can be a mix of light, regular, super, and super plus. The pads are a mix of ultra-thin day pads or night pads, and you get to decide how many boxes you want to delivered to your door and how often. You can cancel, skip an order, or modify your subscription at any time. Like I said, I am a huge fan of Lola for myself and for my girls, and Lola wants to give you 40% off all subscriptions when you awesomes go to mylola.com and enter promo code awesome40 when you subscribe. That's 40% off of your subscription at mylola.com and enter promo code awesome40. Thank you, Lola. Okay, so I just shared with you the origin story of the infamous face shaving segment on Sorta Awesome. From time to time, we do get questions asking about our personal origin stories. It's something we've touched on a couple of times through the years since 2015 when we started making the show. Just as a refresher, I've known Laura since we were in high school together. We started off as sort of frenemies. We were doing... um, a little bit of boyfriend switching, as sometimes happens in small towns, but then we became friends and have been close and dear friends ever since. She was a natural choice to come to mind for me when I started to think, to think about launching Sort of Awesome, who might be good to share in this project, which at the time I had no idea what it was going to turn into. And she has been providing not only her voice and her opinions on air, but lots of guidance and direction behind the scenes since then. Now, current listeners, you all may know, and of course, our longtime listeners know that Laura has since stepped back from Sorta Awesome to work on other projects, but her influence is still very much felt around here. And if you've been missing hearing Laura's voice on Sorta Awesome, you are in luck because you're going to get to hear quite a bit of Laura today. Of course, Kelly Gordon is um, a longtime friend of mine from the blogging realm. We have been friends. We connected through blogging, the wonderful, magical, and sadly, nearly bygone world of blogging. Um, Way back in 2006, 2007, somewhere in there, Kelly and I began reading each other's blogs and really began following along in the story of each other's lives, our family lives, and what we had going on. Kelly and Laura and I were in a small group that kind of started as a mastermind group and then morphed into more of a friendship community over the years. And so it was a wonderful meeting of two worlds of mine when my longtime dear friend Laura and my dear, dear friend Kelly Gordon uh, finally got to meet and cross paths in that way. And they really began to develop their own friendship together over time. 
And so that has been amazing to have that dynamic in my life and to have Kelly come alongside and bring her wealth of knowledge about media and production. And oh, she's a genius in so many ways. And of course, um, in a lot of ways, like a big sister to me, which is fantastic because I don't have a big sister. I'm the oldest in my family. So she has really filled that role for me. And I think she has filled that role for lots of you all as well. I know lots of us look forward to and appreciate Kelly's advice on all kinds of things all the time. And then of course, Rebecca Hoffer, she and I met again through the realm of blogging. We both were blogging in the natural family living realm of blogs at the time. Back in 2012-ish, we were in a mastermind together and as we got to know each other, especially on Foxer, which is one of our very favorite apps, letting us get to know each other, hear each other's voice, and get to know stories about each other's days, not just our professional hopes and dreams and plans, but also our personal life stuff. I had so much fun talking to Rebecca long before Sort of Awesome started. She and I have had a natural friendship and chemistry from the beginning. She can make me laugh like no other, and I'm so thankful for her presence and her guidance on this show as well. And then last year, we brought in Sarah Robertson. She was an awesome turned right-hand woman for the show who started out in an assistant role and now is an assistant producer, helping make sure all of the things going on behind the scenes actually happen. So we have a great team. And that's kind of our origin story for all of that for what you hear every Friday in your podcast app. One thing that you may have guessed about making a show like Sorta Awesome is that it's not quite exactly the completely seamless conversation that you may hear in your earbuds when you push play on a new episode of Sorta Awesome. In the course of making each episode, we certainly have our little flubs, uh, words that we mess up. Maybe we kind of lose track of what we're saying. Maybe we go on and on and on, which those of us who are extroverts on the team kind of tend to do. So sometimes there will be material that I just kind kind of cut out of the episode. Uh, it's not really meant for the final episode. Well, this little segment is one of those examples. It came from episode 67. And this is just one of the segments. It's kind of a bonus, I guess, a little bonus footage for you guys. Because back in episode 67, we were talking about um, all of the awesome about having a new baby bundles of joy and bundles of awesome back in episode 67. And Rebecca and I were talking about the changes that happen to your body when you're pregnant. I can't remember now because it has been a minute since episode 67 dropped. I can't remember why I cut this little bonus, this little segment out other than I think that particular episode just ran a little bit long and I felt like this little segment could come out. But here's Rebecca and I, and I, I'd like to think that it was just for time that I cut it. And it wasn't that we didn't trust you with <laughs> the true stories of how big we got during pregnancy. But here you go. Here's this bonus footage that's never before been aired from episode 67, Rebecca and I's conversation about pregnancy. Okay, let's see what else. Oh, let's talk about just changes to your body. I will, I'm not even going to try to describe in words what happened to me when I was pregnant with the twins. I'm just going to put some pictures in the show notes. If you want to oh, go to, I can't wait. <laughs> if you want to go to sortofawesomeshow.com, look for this episode number, episode 67, and you'll just have to look at the visuals. It was quite an experience. But Rebecca, how do you feel about that thing of, um, of how, well, how big you get when you're growing a baby. 
<laughs> well, I get big and I get like really big. I mean, not like probably not twins big, but I do get pretty big. I'm 5'2", and, you know, the baby really can only go out. There's no up to go. Um, but when I was eight or nine months pregnant with Grace, I was in a gas station, and I was looking around for something, and one of the cashiers for the gas station turned the corner, took a look at me, gasped, mm. held her stomach, and said, Oh, it looks like it hurts. And then walked so, away. So helpful. Thank you, random stranger <laughs> at the gas station, for your encouraging word. <laughs> I was just dumbfounded. I was like, did that really just happen to oh me? Oh my gosh, people. But, you know, everybody says stuff like, oh, are you sure it's not twins? So I have to know, since you were having twins... What were those comments like for you and what did, I mean, just tell me, talk to me about it. I, I'm trying to remember. I cannot remember at what week in the pregnancy and the twins were born at like 35 weeks. So I didn't make it all the way to the end. But at some point it went from, gosh, are you having twins to, oh, you're having twins. <laughs> and then eventually, like it, was, it wasn't even words anymore. It was just like astonished stares and gasps of like, oh my gosh, lady, what's going on? And is on? that from strangers too, or just people that you strangers. know? Strangers. No, people that I know, like friends, neighbors, family, were very kind about it. Like, oh, you're doing great. You are growing those babies. I have to say, in my personal life, people were so kind and so encouraging. But strangers at the grocery store, or even not, these aren't really strangers, but even at the girls' school, like teachers or staff members would be like, dang, <laughs> how much longer do you have? <laughs> Um, which, Why do people say things like that? It's I'm, not helpful. I know, but I'm telling you, there is something about being pregnant that people are just like, they just lose all the filters and they feel like they can say whatever comes straight to their mind. So, yeah. So did you freely tell people at the grocery store or wherever that you were having twins or did you just let them make their rude comments <laughs> and noises and move on? I did. I, I was I was too tired to even be snarky about it. So I would just, you know, kind of be like, just smile and be like, yes, it's twins. <laughs> just left it at that. <laughs> that was so fun. And, you know, I never did put pictures of how big I got when I was pregnant with the twins in the show notes. So I'll see if I can dig some of those up and trust those to you all from my pregnant with the twins days. Oh my goodness. If I can fight through my twin pregnancy PTSD and get that dug up for you guys for this episode. So speaking of origin stories, one of our most popular episodes ever in all of history and all of the history of Sorta Awesome was our group show from April 2016. We were celebrating the one year anniversary of Sorta Awesome. We'd been making all of these really positive and upbeat episodes for a year. And in April of 2016, we decided to let loose with all of our unpopular opinions. This episode to this day is a favorite of so many. So I just went back and I just grabbed some of the highlights from that episode because a couple of things that we still laugh and joke about over two years later in our sort of awesome community came from this episode. So here are some of the highlights from Unpopular Opinions, episode 56. Laura, what's your second one on what's the second one on your list? This is another thing that is not usually spoken about. I'm really 
really go in there this episode, but I actually like the look of a uniboob. <laughs> what? Wait. What? what? <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm going to have to take a minute here. What? You know how, like, when people wear sports bras all the time, it's yeah. like, no, you shouldn't do that or you shouldn't wear a sports bra under, like, your nicer shirts or whatever because you look like you have a uniboob. You're supposed to have two different mouths. <laughs> Did you just say two different mounds? Mounds is the word you use. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> but what do we call them? Well, groupies? I didn't, I didn't I mean. script this. Can you tell? Um, so, like, I guess you're supposed. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I, I mean, so wish this was video. Don't look at me. <laughs> Gonna have to look down. Gonna have to look down. I am like more on the modest side of dressing. So I guess I don't, I just don't really mind kind of it being a more modest look over a bunch of cleavage. Like, I'm just not the type of person who is going to show a bunch of cleavage. I actually don't like sports bras all that much, like, for comfort level. But I don't think that that sort of flatter look is bad. Like, I kind of am like, okay, I like that better. Like, I'm just not and accentuate your curves, girl. Even though, like, all style advice for all time is accentuate your curves, I'm like, or flatten them down. Um, Laura, you need to check your privilege. (laughs) You need to check your tall and slender privilege. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well played, Megan. Well played. I feel like I like saying something that could be taken the wrong way, like that one should <laughs> flatten them down. I wish, all, I wish everyone could see the hand motions that Laura's making as she makes her point about the boob area. <laughs> I'm not, it's not a judgment. I'm not saying one should dress modestly or should look androgynous. <laughs> I'm just saying I kind of like that look. And it, you're not supposed to like that look. You're supposed to like. Yeah, yeah. Boobs out. Boobs out. What, you know, and I don't. Yeah. I don't like boobs out. I will, I like a, a, a pillar. Got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how that went. I, <laughs> good luck editing that. I just like this. <laughs> There's a lot of this. 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 <laughs> It's a lot of hand gestures. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, let's go one more round. I'm assuming that we maybe have a few listeners left. A few people are still (laughs) hanging with us. (laughs) We'll get rid of you right now. Let's see how many more people we can offend. One more round of unpopular opinions. Kelly, let's go. Okay. I think this is pretty unpopular, at least amongst the people with whom I hang out. And it is, I could skip Christmas. As a whole season. What? Yes. Really. Ah, humbug to you. 
I know yeah. it is very bah humbuggy. So I don't usually say that, and I keep my inner Scrooge pretty well hidden, except to my sister who has to listen to me whine and kvetch a lot. But it is just ugh to me. I feel like it is too long. It is too long to celebrate one day. There's so much pressure then on this one day. There are too many things to do. And I have pared down my list, people. I mean, it's not like I'm trying to do the whole Martha Stewart calendar or anything. I mean, we just do a few things. But even those, I do them because of my children. Sure. Because, of course, kids love Christmas. Sure. You know? So, again, we watch the videos that I've watched a thousand times. And we make the cookies even though actually this is not popular opinion cookies are disgusting i don't even like christmas cookies wait you mean like christmas cookies are disgusting or no, all cookies no. almost all cookies there, there might be like two or three that i would reserve i would never choose to eat a cookie kelly you like, are so broken pie pie it goes like this in order pie cake ice cream candy mud pies then cookies Mud pie is not even a dessert. I'm saying it's like below dirt to me, our cookies. Hi. You need pie. to take your Vera Bradley and go back to <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I don't own any Vera Bradley. That's not a thing where I live. But pie, ladies and gentlemen, is actually a healthy dessert. So we are way off like this is not this is not my unpopular opinion. This is a side ancillary. Cookies are the point of Christmas. Right there, that takes it down a notch. Like that's a lame dessert the whole holiday has a lame dessert to me. You so, should just say cookies are the point of Christmas. I think, <laughs> I think you need to check yourself here, Kelly. <laughs> what happened to Jesus? And Jesus. And okay, Jesus. That's true. Side note. Cookies Jesus. and Jesus. Yeah. So here's the thing. No, really. I mean, part of it is motivated by my spiritual journey the last years. The whole birth of Christ thing is like so intermingled in a weird way with the secular holiday of Christmas and Santa and all these, these things that are like, uh, okay, if I have to do them, it's, but that, that also makes me uncomfortable. Like I just have a hard time trying to tack Jesus on after like this excess commercialism and having to spend three weeks buying gifts for my kids who don't really need anything, who then get these things and throw them to the side. Then I've got to find new places to put them in the house. Like there's really, I would be a more pleasant person in December if I didn't have to do this stuff. And I do feel like I have to do it on some level because I have kids. Got it's it. possible that when my kids leave, I will do very little of it and I will enjoy a rest from mm -hmm. the Christmas madness. And maybe then my inner Scrooge will, you know, have a transformation and wake up on Christmas morning and be happy about it. But right now I could skip it. Okay, well, hopefully in revisiting, for those of you who have been here for a while, hopefully in revisiting some of those unpopular opinions from back in episode 56, that, that hopefully that got you giggling a little bit. Speaking of giggling, <laughs> I had, I went back through all of my audio files that are on my computer, and I have some just kind of bloopers that I have cut out through the years, and I always thought, okay, someday we'll do a blooper reel. Here are some of the ones that I had saved. This is this first one is these first few actually are going to feature Laura a couple of times that we um, got to giggling about something. This is from episode 66, which was another group show. It was the one about soundtracks of our lives back in August of 2016, where we all four were talking about how important 
music and different songs really had played in our lives. Well, in this particular segment, Laura was talking about some of the songs from her childhood. And lo and behold, she realized that she just totally had lost the thread of the conversation. It went like this. And then um, I don't remember where I was going. I forgot the question. (laughs) (laughs) Childhood teen music. You're doing great. Do I just wrap it up now? Are we good? (laughs) You could end with that. The Everclear. Okay. (laughs) Totally lost the thread. (laughs) I totally lost the thread. I don't even know what I'm saying about. So yeah, you could just wrap it up. Okay, I'll just wrap it up. So another time. I mean, honestly, Laura and I... (laughs) have gotten to laughing about a lot of things in the past um, when we were recording together. So another time that this happened was in episode 88, where the title of the episode is We Tried It, We Liked It. So in that episode, Laura and I were reporting back on some new things that we had tried and discovered that we actually liked. There's a moment in the show where we're talking about really trying to make the effort to read outside of our usual genre of reading. And for some reason, that whole idea, that whole concept was just a little bit hard for Laura to get the words out. Where are you getting recommendations that push you out of your genres? Just picking them up online or what? I I have been forced to read outside of my natural life. I've been forced to read outside of the kind of genres I'm naturally drawn through, drawn to, oh my God. I have been forced to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's the matter with me? <laughs> okay. I have been forced to um, pick books out of my, <laughs> I can't see this. You Hold on. Genre? Okay. 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 As you can imagine, this happens actually quite frequently. Um, The great thing, the amazing and awesome thing about working together with a team like we have here at Sorta Awesome is that we always have each other's backs. Even in this little tiny short moment that I pulled just from last August, episode 110, our sorry, not sorry episode, in this segment of the show... Laura was explaining her sorry, not sorry, that she doesn't teach her kids to use accurate, biologically specific terms for all of the parts of their anatomy. And Rebecca was responding to that and agreeing that when you teach your kids these things, it can get a little awkward. And then this happened. Yeah, 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 the penis. I, I don't know what they are saying, but you know, it just happens. <laughs> I th- I think we need more penis discussions out in public. (laughs) I mean, high five on that, you know? (laughs) Now, you might think that Laura and Rebecca and I are the only ones who get a little tongue-tied or have little words that we flub and have to go back and take another run at. That is not true. And I have evidence of that in December of 2017. Just this past December, we got together for our last group show with the four of us. We did our annual year-end show where we reflect back on the year that has gone by. And in that episode, we discussed what some of our own personal favorite episodes had been from the whole entire year. And in this clip, you 
you might be surprised to hear Kelly pronounce a pretty normal name in a very not normal way. Um, Other shows that I really liked, you know what? When I went back and looked, I thought I had almost forgotten about this show, but I really loved our show that we did with Penelope Loves Liss. Penelope? Where she talked. I always say Penelope in my head. Yes. <laughs> Didn't we? I think we, we had, had this, this conversation. Yes. But it was in February. <laughs> yes. And I'm 45 and I don't remember it at all. Okay. So I'll start over. Penelope. Yes. <laughs> Why is that a mental block for me? Penelope. It's like, that doesn't even sound pretty. It's like cantaloupe. It's like you're trying to say cantaloupe. <laughs> I'm not even joking when I say that my entire life, and probably until I'm 80, I will look at that word and say, Penelope. And then someone will have to correct me. Thankfully, I have no close friends. Okay. Okay. Center. Yes. And so hopefully at this point, you know that we are not actually the polished professionals that you might have thought we were (laughs) when it comes to uh, what we say on mic. Even the things that we have actually said on the show over and over, sometimes we get a little off track. Sometimes we get to giggling and cannot get a hold of ourselves. Just this past spring, episode 145, we just did this one. Kelly and Rebecca and I recorded our parenting hacks for the most awesome summer yet. And At the very end of the show, after we had shared all of this wisdom and information for you guys at the very end, this happened to poor Rebecca. You can find my blog at simplyrebecca.com where I talk about parenting, homemaking, saving money, all kinds of things. You can also find me on... (coughs) I suddenly suddenly, forgot. Shoot, like is there... (laughs) Wait, do I have an Instagram handle? <laughs> have, I, have I ever said this before? Jeez, it's not like this is episode 145. Okay. <laughs> Cut all of this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this isn't even the hard part. Okay. I know. <laughs> do you even remember? We, just start okay. the whole thing over no, again. I, I got it. I know where I'm at. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm sorry. She's I, got the giggles now. I do. She knows okay, what to okay. say. She can't say. I, it. Exactly. Okay. No. 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 Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry. Okay. You can also find me. <laughs> you were so close. I was not even close. Oh, that was so stupid. Okay. You can also find me on Facebook. <laughs> so dumb. What is wrong with me? Okay, I'm gonna turn my mic off because I'm laughing so hard. Don't look at me. Don't okay, look. Maybe Nobody just look stop. at anybody. Just cut it there. Like they know where I am. I said my blog. They can find me wherever. This is so dumb. <laughs> Do you want me to say it? You could also find Rebecca at simplyrebecca.com, as well as on Instagram at simplyrebecca and on Facebook, right? Facebook.com slash simplyrebecca. We're totally professionals. This is ridiculous.
Okay, I oh can my do gosh. it. You can also can't find breathe. me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Simply Rebecca. And finally, last but never least in my book is this moment with my husband, Kyle. Kyle came on Sorta Awesome back at the beginning of 2017 in episode 86, How to Dress a Man. Kyle and I were recording in our bedroom, which let me check the phrasing on that. (laughs) We were recording where I normally record, which is in our bedroom. And we had just sat down, we were checking our sound levels. So I was checking to make sure that he was close enough to the mic and that I was close enough and that we I was just kind of going through my pre recording checklist. Awesome. if you've been listening to this entire episode, and you're here at the end, here's the payoff. One thing that I have considered confessing for years on Sword of Awesome, but I never have quite gotten up the courage, is that in real life, off mic, I actually have a very, very bad potty mouth. I wish I could blame this on Kyle because, you know, he's a college football coach for over a decade and his language is not sparkly clean either. But honestly, it is... <laughs> It's a terrible habit that I've had since I was a teenager. I try to keep it in check definitely when we're on mic. But anyway, in this tiny little listen at us talking just before we got down to business, and I do mean the business of recording our podcast together, uh, you'll hear us go through and this is just us being us sitting around talking a little peek inside our conversation before the show actually started. Okay, so I'm going to go through and read my whole thing in podcast lady mode, okay? Now, I will come to a point where I say, uh, he's also my husband of almost 19 years, Kyle. And I'll say like, hey, baby, welcome to Sorta Awesome. And then you just say like a, hello, nice to meet you, or nice to be here, or whatever. Say it in a crazy voice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You can actually say whatever you want. And then I'll say a little bit more, and then we'll go to Awesome of the Week. And I'm going to say, first, let's start the show the way we always do with Awesome of the Week. And I know you have brought something awesome for us this week. What is it? Something like that. Okay. Okay. You're really not nervous? Not yet. I don't want you to think I'm bad at what I do. I don't. Okay. Now, the only other thing I need to tell you is... Be super careful not to jostle this, because this is a great mic, but it picks up every jostle. Do you want any pillows or anything to make yourself more comfortable? These chairs are terrible. So I shouldn't. No toots. No toots on on mic. My awesome of the day. It's a hot mic. All right, and remember, like I said, you do not have to worry. It's not live. If you don't like what you said, if you want to take another run at it, we'll just do it. Okay. I'm a master magician on editing. Okay. Okay. So whether or not I am actually a master editor is up to you guys to decide. We actually pass off a lot of our Friday episodes now to our editing team at Bear Beat Productions, and they do a great job of cleaning up our missteps and our mushy mouths and our sometimes dirty mouths. And we are so thankful for them and for their help with editing. But awesomes, I have to say, as I say so very often, we are so thankful for all of you too. Thank you guys so much for making our jobs so very fun to show up 
for every single week. I do hope so much that you've gotten a giggle or two from listening to and revisiting some of our bonus footage and our bloopers, the things that had never made the air, and revisiting some things that did make the air that maybe we had forgotten how silly they were. I hope you've had fun going down memory lane with me this week. As always, you can find me on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at Sorta Awesome Meg. You can find the show over on Twitter at Sorta Awesome Pod. You can find us anytime on Facebook at facebook.com slash Sorta Awesome. You guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see y'all next time. Sorta Awesome was created and is hosted by me, Meg Teets. Sarah Robertson is our assistant producer, and production collaboration comes from Kelly Gordon and Rebecca Hoffer. Kelly Gordon is our digital media producer, and we are so thankful for the ongoing support from our listener supporters. Music is provided by the band Prager. You can find more of Prager's music at pragermusic.com. To find show notes on this and every episode of Sorta Awesome, and also to spread the Sorta Awesome love to all of your friends, you can head on over to sortaawesomeshow.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.